Yes, I'm ready. Okay, cool. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. I don't care if I never get back, so let's root, root, root for the Mariners. If they don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two, three strikes you're out at the old ball game. Yay! Stay tuned for more Little Bit You Know of the Wings Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Little Bit Yanerma of the Wings Podcast. We are in week four, ladies and gentlemen, and we're having an awesome, wonderful football season. And I am here to say that I am so happy that we won our game today against the Lions. The Lions aren't no joke either, so we had a really good run. And I can't wait to share it with our LTR recap. But I just wanted to let you all know that the Raiders did have their first win today against the Broncos. So, I call them the Broncos. (laughs) That just goes to show that with football, it's very unpredictable. Welcome back to a little bit Yanerma of the Wings Podcast. We are so happy you are enjoying. This is an opportunity to just relax and enjoy. Maybe grab that boba or that hot cocoa or that pumpkin spice latte. Whatever it is that you do, you can go ahead and bring it on down to the little bit Yanerma of the Wings Podcast. So we have lots and lots of treats for you guys. What's awesome is that my practice and all of my opportunities that I've been fulfilling and completing have been going really great and solid. I often find that there is a distinction and there's a relationship between how much a person spends on the internet versus not, versus how it impacts their brains. So with that in mind, it is so important not to be on the internet so long, so much time. In other words, if you're a child who is developing all your skill sets, be it cognitive, behavioral, social, psychological, all things pertaining to development, it's so important to have a balance. Now, in that respect, when you look at generations, Oh, excuse me, one second. Okay, I think I'm solid good there. When you look at generational effects, you can kind of see the relationship of how much time a person spends on the internet and how they're able to utilize their brain where they're able to then have an independent type of logic pattern as well as thought pattern. So, a lot of times with studies, they indicate that it is important to have your own time be your internal resources within. So I constantly encourage that. I constantly advocate that. It all pertains to psychological wellness because what was happening is that 
in recent years as we have identified with the pandemic, a lot of individuals felt very much alone. And this is an important phenomenon to illustrate. So psychologically speaking, when a lot of times people would be at home, they'd be in their heads. So if you're not socially interacting anymore or having any external or any sort of, you know, connection, that's a community, a sense of community, it can kind of be very much alienating. And so that in itself was a predicament. So as we look at that, that's like the holistic sense. So breaking it down further and further, so that even becomes a deeper sense of, you know, isolation, alienation. So in that regard, what was really important is to be able to build a sense of partnership, community, togetherness, because we are beings and we are social beings, human beings. And with having human connections, it's important to understand what that means, is to be able to explore one's own individual self, but also to come together to realize that we're all in this together, you know? And that's part of the beauty, is that I keep reiterating this podcast episode after episode, but in that respect, it is important to understand that Our life isn't about us and some person or an individual or an experience, but rather it was always about ourselves and God. Everything else was just, it was part of the journey, you know. That's really good stuff. I'm really excited because I have a lot of fun, awesome, wonderful plans. I can't wait. And I'm just so thankful to God because I have such wonderful people in my life that are so awesome and so wonderful, so just wonderful to be around. And, you know, the heart is a beautiful place to express love. And sometimes people just like, they say the darnest thing, you know. But it's mean. It's like, why you gotta be all like that? Like, ow, shit. You know, why you gotta step on vacuum parts and stuff? You know what I'm saying? That hurt. So, I've been giving a lot of uh, good updates about everything, but I wanna say that life is a journey. So, whatever it is, journey wise, that you were on, embrace it, own it, accept it, and love it, and just enjoy it. You have to just be grateful, you know, like the reality is, is nothing is guaranteed in this world and in this life. I mean, one day a person could be here and then the next day it's like, they're not. And perfect example is I do everything I can to like keep in touch with people the old fashioned way because I feel like it gets watered down with technology, you know? And after that, that technology and that, that's why I say, don't let the internet be your guide of the main go-to. That's not right because what happens there is like, you know, you're more consumed than driven from within. And I think that a lot of times people should like remember and reflect on what that means because 
you know, they get too much into like, well, what are the, you know, and that's not cool because then we have a lot of people in the world who don't know how to think for themselves anymore. Looking at my life with my husband for the past couple years of us going through IVF, I very much respected my journey and my process with IVF that there was complexities among complexities among various facets upon which I was noticing all the different elements and all the different facets and all the different components. So with that in mind, I was like, okay, so this is an opportunity for me to really educate people because if they're struggling within of psychologically, they have no one to talk to. I have my counseling background, they can talk to me, you know? If they feel like they need support, they can talk to me. If I'm going through something, I'm not going to, you know, not discuss it, but rather I will find the right resources, you know? Like if I have a process in my, you know, my thought where I was like wanting to understand like a, you know, from a breakthrough perspective, I'd be like, okay, so what am I learning and, and what do I gather and what did I learn from this? What's beautiful about my practice and what I've been able to do throughout these decades is I've been able to understand, apply, see research as well as give treatment and therapy as well as resources to support and help and assist and change lives and save lives because it does make an absolute difference. I've been saying this since day one, like it makes a huge difference to go to therapy, go to psychological therapy, be able to understand the resources available. Because I think a lot of times people think one thing and they think that. So therefore they think, okay, so if I'm thinking about this particular field, a lot of times people would be like, oh, they just think it's one way. But it's not actually that. It actually has a lot of different variables and constructs. So for instance, you know, what we do is we do things such as help people of Maybe they're struggling with a phenomenon. Maybe they're struggling with trauma. Maybe they're struggling with a tragedy. So what we do is we help people overcome that. A nice flow, a nice opportunity for me to apply my psychological expertise because a lot of people have been able to like open up and be able to share and be able to heal and be able to grow connect build community build a sense of understanding build empathy and all of my experiences in my life have made me a better psychologist a better comedian because it does make a difference you know what i'm saying like if you look at all the variables and everything i feel like it should all, you know, definitely be a very much holistic, empirical fact of the matter. Because I'm like, people don't realize that, you know, it's important to understand. Again, I've said this before, but so you remember when I, I was talking to y'all about when I won my humanitarian award back in the 90s? So one of the societal awareness programs that I spearheaded 
besides breast health awareness. Remember I dedicated that to my auntie who was diagnosed with breast cancer way back in the day and she struggled with breast cancer as well as brain cancer. And you know, she developed other forms of that which was the prelude of a lot of different scientific understanding. So My auntie, uh, she's like one of my favorite aunties because like my favorite is my Nina. So every November around that time, I usually go and get my mammogram and my cervical completed as part of my annuals. So I think it's really important to talk about these tops, you know, these topics, these societal types of programs, awareness programs that I'm spearheading. Thanks for tuning in to a little bit Yenerma of the Wings Podcast. We have so much to catch up on, including week three. So I have a wonderful treat for you guys. It is the LTR recap along with some predictions for week four. So stay tuned for more. And here we have the wonderful, awesome, one and only LTR. So ladies and gentlemen, Give it up for the one and only LTR recap, ladies and gentlemen, Lance. All right, everyone, we got through week three, and it wasn't a very good week for our, uh, for our teams, neither one of them. Um, yes, we're both coming off of losses, unfortunately, but it's football. You win some, you lose some, and that's how it goes. Um, as far as we'll start with Seattle, because their game was first. They played the Falcons. I said Seattle had everything they needed to win that game, and they absolutely had an opportunity at the end. Um, but it was a tough game. I said it would be because the Falcons have played fairly well through the first three weeks. And uh, But ultimately, the Seattle Seahawks had a chance to win it at the end. Geno Smith had a pretty decent day for the most part. Um, and then, yeah, at the end, though, when they're driving downfield and they need to score, Geno unfortunately throws the interception that seals the fate. Seattle loses it 27 to 23, which is a tough one. It's a tough one. And, you know, me and Gino and Pete are getting a lot of flack for it. And, but, I mean, Gino, numbers wise, he didn't do too bad. He was still like 20, 26 of 35 or something like that for 200 and something yards and touchdown, two touchdowns, interception. But it's just, uh, it's, it sucks. Losing always sucks. And um, that, was, that was a close game. They could have, they had, anytime you have an opportunity to win at the end is always even tougher, but that's how, that's, that's football and that's how it goes. So got to move on to the next week. DK Metcalf had a, one of those catches that's, you know, highlight real catches and it was awesome. So there's, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff to take away from that game. It's just putting it together, moving forward. And sometimes it's harder to do as we know, as 49er fans know too, because <laughs> of our loss this weekend in prime time. Yeah, Russell Wilson, you know, he's still got our number. It's crazy. That guy is beating us with Seattle and now with the Broncos. And I've really wanted to win that game, but that's football. And that's how it goes. And it actually, I mean, as far as offenses go, wow. What a terrible night for both offenses. <laughs> it was just a really sloppy game. But 
it goes to show how good both defenses for the teams were. So, I mean, total defensive domination on both sides of the uh, field. It was really cool. It's one of those games that's really tense. It's not a high-scoring game, but really tense the whole game. Um, as far as the QBs go, it just came down to a tale of two two drives, really. I mean, Jimmy had one good drive in the beginning with a touchdown, and Russ had one good one at the end with a touchdown. Then it was who made more mistakes, and Jimmy unfortunately made more mistakes, that's for sure. Um, not that Russell played so great either, but yeah, Jimmy had a few, uh, quite a few miscues. He came out and said that he's not quite in game shape yet, which I could believe, but some of those mistakes really don't have much to do with being in game shape. It's more just decision-making, and that's uh, something that he kind of blew it, but you know, ultimately, our running back also dropped the ball on the last drive of the game where he broke a run wide open and, you know, got us a first down. I mean, it, not to say we would have scored after that or got downfield, but the fact that he got us in a position to keep going and then he drops the ball. I mean, Jimmy had nothing to do with that. So it was just one of those comedy of errors on the offensive ends and a lot to clean up and we just got to move forward and that's all we're going to do. So. You know, losses aside, there's still a whole lot of football to be played. That's for sure. We're only in week three. Me and my wife still have full confidence in our teams because we don't let that waver. And uh, we're just going to move on to the next week, pretty much. Um, I'm not sure who her team is playing, actually. I'll have to look that one up. I know we play the Rams on Monday night in prime time again, which, of course, I'm going to pick our teams to win, regardless of who we're playing. But um, I'll have a more in-depth prediction on those games a little bit later. And, uh, yeah. But this is the recap. And I'm going to hand it back over to my wife. We'll, we'll get to some predictions and hope for a better better week four for both of our teams. So, yes. And I'm going to hand it back over. It's always a pleasure. So, thank you, guys. I'll be talking to you soon. a lot more to come so stick around and stay tuned with pineapple vibes all the way every day a little bit you know my of the wings podcast yay yay yo 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 mtv reps what's with the hats can you believe our anniversary is coming up on the 28th Wednesday, we have been now married for three years, and that's a long time in pandemic years. That's a really long time. That's like 50 years. You know how like dog years are like eight years is like a hundred years? Like that's the same concept, the same conceptual framework. So... It's been a very eventful time for us, and there's been a lot going on, and a lot of good stuff, and a lot of beautiful stuff, but also a lot of reflective stuff as part of being human, and I wanted to, I wanted to share my journey and, you know, certain parts of it, because I really felt like it's something from... (laughs) my childhood that I've always dreamt about and I feel like it definitely is meant to be so I was praying a lot to God about wanting to continue my path in a way that would be in God's love because around the time 
what was it? A rainbow day, remember? Rainbow day happened, right? And I had announced to the world that I've been going through IVF. And it was me and my husband both where we shared it with people. Because typically we'd kind of like roundabout discuss it, roundabout talk about it. And it was one of those things where it was like, I wanted to share what the path and the journey has meant to both of us. And I just felt like it was real. And it's a genuine path towards rainbows. And in our case, rainbow babies, you know, and I just felt like it was a part of me that became the biggest part of me. And I didn't want to let the meaning go. And I didn't want to let the the hope go. I didn't want to let go of anything. But I sort of felt like this obnoxious, relentless, never give up, never quit type of person. And that's my personality is that if I love, if I care, if I'm like wanting to advocate, if I want to, you know, I'm, I'm a very diehard person. I mean, we've observed that with football. Like I don't. You know, and and so I just, I went through certain experiences where I was processing certain emotions, you know, and one of which was complex grief. And with that, I was able to write about it. And I have a very sensitive time with opening up because I do feel like we live in a world where people get in their heads a lot and when they stop getting into their hearts and they're too inside their head the head can be rather complicated and so I feel like society is more glued to the phone than they are glued to human interaction and that's very difficult because reality is wanting to definitely be able to be with the people that you love and be able to make beautiful memories that encourage hope for humanity today and in general i was thinking about how much and how how much i'm just grateful and happy and how bad i can't wait for the next one right by that i mean our next one coming up right babe yeah because I sat down and I kind of thought it through and I had you know like I mentioned earlier in a previous episode like I spent time with my parents and my my Minang and family and I still want to be able to you know try for our, our next round and as relentless as that sounds that's part of not giving up and since the beginning since the start my husband and I both have been committed to our football teams where we've never converted and I would never want you to be a Seahawks fan by the way like that would just be and I would never become a Niner fan that would just be blasphemous so in that respect I thought about how important it is to stay, you know, myself at all times as I always believe, but also to like make sure to like always like, you know, sometimes in life it's like you do things right and we do things and I do things and 
people do things where it's like second nature like you don't have to think about certain things anymore when it's second nature you know such as wiping (laughs) such as you know making sure to you know brush your teeth you know um second nature uh needing to take care of something that pertains to you know an important experience or something you know so it's just like second nature you know and so I kind of feel that with certain things it's like I just love being you know in the moment in my and being myself and into the experience and I've planned out my coming months you know and I'm re- I'm really looking forward to what is to follow and I'm excited because like I I had a lot of like ups and downs with everything and I just felt kind of like I don't know I just didn't want to like I didn't want to open up about something and then it becomes something else when it's not your journey and your heart and your story when it's actually you know it's mine and I wanted to be able to have my own time with it and with my husband and then I was just like if I need to honor and go through what I need to go through then I can respect my time you know there's you know I've said this before and there's different times and there's different aspects of time so it's kind of like I just kind of felt like there's God's time and then you know there's little bit time you know and (laughs) I just feel like everything's meant to happen in the way it's supposed to happen and I really want to give a lot of love to the world like I really want to give love to Florida and I want to give love to my committee my communities I want to give love to my work I really love my work I work with clients and I help in terms of psychological support psychological therapy I provide cognitive behavioral psychological therapy to my clients and it makes a huge big difference in life because it absolutely allows for the opportunity to explore what's going on with the individual in every way and I kind of feel like feel like it's one of those things where I just definitely feel like this is all meant to be because ever since I was a little girl I've always wanted to do all the things I'm doing and it's all coming together you know like every little thing I'm doing and every little experience like with my psychology practice and my psychology therapy background and my psychology program and my psychology study abroad and I just feel like everything's coming together and has come together in my life and it feels really good because I'm able to share that as well as my comedy as well as like the fashion show stuff and then the travel like you know all that experience and then my book journey and what it's meant to me like we didn't physically get to meet them you know and it went straight to heaven
fun, relaxing, pineapple vibes all the way. Pineapple vibes all day, every day, all the way. So the good news and the good thing is that today is a beautiful day because it is also the first day of the month of my birthday month. And I'm so happy because now I can actually do a countdown towards United Nations Day and the first day of the Scorpio, which is all on my birthday. So that is on the favorite number of my 24 number on the 24th of October. So I'm so happy and that definitely is the first day of the Scorpio and oh my gosh, I get so, I'm giggly and happy and very grateful because I, you know, orange is actually one of my favorite colors and when I was a little girl I just really loved orange and I love pink and you know, I love I do love all the colors of the rainbow, but I'm just saying like orange has a very warm feeling to it because it offers that kind of soothing, you know, nice autumn vibe that I grew up with as a little girl in Seattle. So I just feel like <clears throat> when it comes to now, like I, I'm really happy about the fact that I can share not just the vibes of that, but also on a very deep and intimate level, I also wanted to share with the world all of the awareness programs that are part of October. And this is globally. Are you as good as I remember, baby? Get it on, get it on, cause tonight is the night when to become one. Need some love like I never needed love before. See baby. Now I'm back for more. See baby, such a free. It's the only way to be. Be a little bit wiser, baby. Put it on, put it on. Cause tonight is the night when to become one. Like I never needed love before. Do you, baby? Now I'm back for more. Do you, baby? Like I never needed love before To your baby Now I'm back for more It's the only way to be It's the only way to be Yay! I love 
Compass. All right, stay tuned for more little bit you know of the Wings podcast. It's the only way to be. It's the only way to be. Yay! Thank you so much. Stick around, stay tuned for more little bit you know of the Wings podcast. So we have a treat for you guys, welcoming week four of our football season with the NFL. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I bring to you the LTR recap. Ladies and gentlemen, Lance. All right, everyone, we're going with predictions for this week. It's going to be fun. Life's team plays... The Detroit Lions tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Seattle versus the Lions. It's going to be a fun game. We're going to start with ours. Um, the Lions have been able to put up some points, and they've been been—they've got a win this year already, which it took them almost the whole season to get one last year. So it's one of those where, you know, with the Eagles, they gave the Eagles a, a run for their money in that first game. I mean, 38-35. to 35. They just barely lost. Then they got a win, and then uh, they lost to the Vikings, which... The Vikings are a good team. Kirk Cousins, he's no good in prime time, but when he plays um, just normal games on a Sunday or something like that, he, yeah, he's uh, he's he's pretty good. And that was a tough game though, and they just barely lost that game. They're 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 playing well. Um, Seattle had a tough one last week where they just barely lost to the uh, Falcons, and that's one of those games too where you know cleaned up a few mistakes and could have gone the other way. So this should be a good game. I mean, aside from uh, aside from Seattle's loss to us, hopefully Jano can play better. He didn't do bad last week. He just had a few mistakes that were costly, and we know Jared Goff is very mistake prone, but he play, has been playing very well. So it, it should be a fun game. I think that's a it's kind of a toss up though. I, I really couldn't tell you who to pick for that game. I'm not I'm not too sure. That's kind of a uh, anybody's game. I mean, we have to pick the Seahawks, of course, because that's my wife's team. So, um, but definitely, it should be a fun one, though. I, I feel like that one is—it's a—they're uh, both coming off of losses. They both want to win, and should be a fun game. Should be—I could see it being a high-scoring game too. So, could see a lot because neither defense is. There's good pieces on both of the defensive sides on both teams, but there's just not. It's not like complete. So the offenses have been doing fairly well. I mean, definitely Detroit's and, you know, Seattle's finding theirs. They, they found it in the first game, not many points, but they still moved the ball. The second game, they obviously weren't able to do much, but they had a lot of opportunity, just missed opportunities. So, and you know, mistakes, costly mistakes. So it's one of these, if they clean it up, we'll see. It's going to be a fun game though. I think that's a fun game. We have to root for Seattle, though, because that's my wife's team, and we're going to go with the Seahawks in that game for sure. We're going to tune into that on Monday night, the 49ers, back in prime time, two weeks in a row. Can, you know, change change some things, and it, we tend to have the Rams number. I mean, during the regular season, we, we had a beat in the NFC Championship game, too. They We do have a, like, history, just as far as our history goes, I mean... We've beaten them both games every year for the last, you know, couple of years. I think everyone saw the defenses that 
the Broncos and the 49ers bring to the table last week. The Rams haven't seen a defense like that yet. They, Their offense is definitely not what it was last year. They're missing people. They're missing pieces. For us, we need to win this game. Jimmy needs to perform perform better. I think uh, we'll give him a pass for last week. He said he needs to get into game shape, and I could see that. I could understand that, just like I was talking about before, just because he didn't get to train with the team, and he didn't get to have this whole training camp. I know he's been there for years, but you have to be ready, and getting ready is training and all that, and he didn't get a shot to do all that, so... I just feel like I have a lot of, ladies and gentlemen, I have a lot of empathy for Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I took a moment to kind of examine, evaluate the psychology of Jimmy G's situation. So he went from being on the bench to now being back in the game. And he went through a lot of stuff where he had to like endure a lot of weird stuff. Apparently he was practicing by himself. Yeah, that's why I'm not being quite in game shape yet. I could see that. He didn't really start practicing with the team until right before the season started. Like, he didn't have any training camp with anybody or yeah. didn't have anything. Like, Trey Lance got all that time, which that was the plan to move on. And Jimmy came in as a backup, so he just didn't have get those reps. But it's one of those that now we're three weeks in, about four weeks in. He's gotten a lot of the time. He should be able to start getting back in that yeah. shape. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping the best for for Jimmy, and, yeah. and I think he deserves some good momentum and some good wins. So, you know, I'll give it up to you guys. I think you guys are a great team as well. Oh, here we go. Yeah, this is going out to Jimmy G from Little Bit Unerma of the Wings Podcast. Here we go. Jimmy, ah, oh, Jimmy, 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 ah, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, where you going, boy? I see your legs twitching. Jimmy, Jimmy, ah, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, my daddy says you just need a good licking. Jimmy, Jimmy, ah, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, you say you're gonna be the king of De Las Vegas. Jimmy, Jimmy, ah, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, you're just a boy that comes from bad places. Jimmy, Jimmy, ah, oh, Jimmy. Jimmy, why oh why oh why oh why oh why oh why oh why do fools fall in love with fools like you? Jimmy, Jimmy, ah, oh, Jimmy, 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 ah, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy. Oh, it crash up your new car. Why did you go and crash up your new car, Jimmy? Why? Is it because it didn't take you too far? Why do you always have such a sad face? Is it because you want to get out of this place? Why, oh why, oh why, oh why, oh why, oh why, oh why Do fools fall in love with fools like you? Oh, Jimmy, 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 oh, Jimmy you're much too wild for this town There's not much here that's gonna hold you down You got a lot of style that could take you far Take you further than my backyard Boop, 
boop shoo boop shoo boop shoo da 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 boop shoo doop boop boop shoo da 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 buy some god out of this place this old town ain't never gonna be the same I really love you I just couldn't tell you so I should have said it but now you'll never know why oh why oh why oh why oh why oh why oh why do fools fall in love you're much too wild for this town there's not much here that's gonna hold you down it got a lot of style that could take you far take you further than my backyard Jimmy, 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 ah, Jimmy, Jimmy. Oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why do fools fall in love? Boop, boop. See, isn't this awesome? I think you guys are going to win. Just because I've been putting out so much love to Jimmy and I'm praying for you guys, I think you guys are going to win. Boop, shoo, hoop, boop, boop, shoo. Hey, hey, I really love you, Jimmy. Hey, I really love you, Jimmy. Hey, I really love you, Jimmy G. Hey, I really love you, love you, Niners. Sha-la-la, Jimmy. The Niners go win. Yay, stay tuned for more Little Bit Yanirma of the Wings podcast. Yeah, woo! Even though last week... It was a little different. Either quarterback, they both of them were choking. They both had their moments, but this is one of these get-right games, I think, for the Niners. And I think uh, I, I see us winning this game easily by about 10, 10 points just because I think it's going to be a fun game. I, I do see us putting up some points. I see them putting up some points, but our defense is really good. And I, I just because of the issues they're having that, you know, they're missing some receivers, they're missing offensive linemen, they were able to, they, they showed it, you know, there's, you can see it in the game. Our defense showed last week. There's a team that could do it. It's ours. Um, Stafford is still Stafford, though. They're still the Rams. They still got Cooper Cup. They still got all these people. But Niners are going to take this. So Monday night, Monday night game, 49ers, Rams. Niners are going to win it. Going to go two and two. And then we're going to be number one in the division because we'll have two division wins. So that's a... Uh, those are the official predictions for these two games. There's a lot of good games this weekend, as always, of course. And I think we got the Chiefs versus the Bucks on Sunday night, which that's a good primetime game. Brady versus Mahomes, Super Bowl rematch. It's got all those makings. They both are coming off of losses last week to, you know, hard-fought losses. So it's um it's going to be a fun one. That actually would be a fun game to watch, too. Of course, I'm rooting for Brady in that one. <laughs> but it's... Uh, you know, the Chiefs have, ever since they got rid of Tyree Kill, they've showed that they've still got enough pieces and Mahomes is still Mahomes, so they're not uh, missing a beat. That loss to the Colts last week, you kind of see that as maybe kind of a fluke loss, but Mahomes d- tends to do that every season. His mechanics just kind of go off here and there during games, and that's kind of what happened last week to him. You can see he just never really could find his rhythm. The Colts were coming out hard because they're off of two losses or a draw or something like that. 
So, but that one should be a fun one. Primetime, Brady Mahomes, that'll be a fun one. But Seahawks, Niners, we're winning our games 10 a.m. tomorrow morning and then Monday night. So just, just know that both of us are going to be two and two. And that is my predictions for this week. Yeah. So I'm going to hand it back over to my wife. Yeah. But yeah, two and two. We're both going two and two this week. And, you know, it's, it's the beginning. It's still the beginning of the season. So we've got a lot of football to play. And it's, it's, it's get right moments right here. So we're going to do it. Uh, I'm going to hand it back over to my wife. I'll be talking to everybody soon. Thank you as always. Thank you so much, Lance, for the LTR recap. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Stay tuned for more Little Bit Yanurma of the Wings Podcast. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I work right now as we speak in different types of like projects and productions and different types of environments. So in that respect, you know, the clinical setting is one where it's very much an environment that, you know, is compassionate and present to be attentive, to nurture, to one's neurological growth, psychological growth, you know, their holistic growth. And so I really feel like it's a good environment where there's a lot of positivity that comes about, you know what I mean? So I really appreciate that. So uh, I think that with psychology and everything, I feel like God definitely blessed me because I feel like I've been on a path ever since I was a little kid. You know, I would kind of want to understand like what it is to help heal, you know, things like depression, you know, because in Seattle, that's very prevalent, you know, especially during the fall and the winter season because there is a relationship between the weather and how people are in terms of their emotional state and their psychological state. So in my home state of Washington, I was fully trained in Washington, California, and Arizona, and Nevada, and various other types of conferences where I would be able to further you know the conversations and psychology and the beauty of psychology is it can be applicable to the clinical setting it could be applicable to the organizational setting it could be it could be applicable to the individual setting it could be applicable to marital it could be applicable to global it could be applicable it could be applicable I love you. But yeah, it could be applicable to a lot. So I really love it. Um, I'm really enjoying it. It really speaks to my heart. And I love getting together with my, you know, with my colleagues. And I love helping others. You know, in, in our country, there's a growing need for psychology. There's a growing need for people needing psychological support and therapy and mental help. And that's the truth. Because we need to really embrace what it means to say if someone needs help, that, you know, people embrace them and don't make fun of them, but create a safe environment for them. Because it's important for people to feel safe. And it's important for people to feel like they can let their guard down so that they can allow themselves to have their true self come out. Because the reality is that we have various components of our soul, right? So it's important to like always build 
a safe environment for people because a lot of people have been traumatized from the pandemic, from what's happened, and it's a proven fact. And scientific studies support and demonstrate that there is a crisis that happened, you know, a mental one that a lot of people had suffered, but nobody really discussed it, and everybody kind of just sort of. But you know, deep down, there's a lot of need for you know being able to have a real, you know, genuine conversation to talk about the deepest feelings, you know, and concerns. So I really appreciate the fact that. I see a lot of growth among people who do have the chance to talk about their emotions. It's been healing to like have the right support system because it's very sensitive to have these conversations, you know, and I think that it's important to have the right people around you. And for me, I was able to like learn about the, you know, the procedures and like the effects, like of the, the hormones, and then like the effects psychologically and how it really impacts like the body and how it helps and how it can, you know, increase the chances. So that's what I was focused on. I thought about was like, okay, so if I'm going through this, like I know there's other women who are going through this, and so. I really was able to like connect and then the populations are like people who have had success or people who have not yet or people who are on the path or people who have gone through. So it's kind of like different people have their different journeys, right? And some people don't ever want to share it ever. Like they'll never ever say it. Like, but then you have the population of people that like absolutely want to say it. Like they hashtag it up. Like, oh, this is me. This is what I'm about. I'm a, you know, and then I'm like, me I'm like I'm like I'm like a dance I'm like here and I'm there and I'm like you know I'm gonna be a cheerleader I'm gonna be like you know I'm gonna be fun talking about I'm gonna be sweet I'm gonna be strong and if I'm gonna talk about I'm really you know I'm gonna go all in I'm gonna do it you know we going we're going for it you know so I just felt like I was like on Space Mountain or something I was like I'm going first so I was like oh my gosh like and then I found some really cool 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 things and you know cool you know sites and cool you know areas cool places to do my rest of you know so all the feelings have not gone away and what was really cool is that we were able to hold on to hope because there's still hope that's available and that's kind of been the beauty is that the hope continues to float the hope is like going you know and it's really cool because it continues to go and I'm really grateful I can share my dreams with the world and I can be able to like share like my feelings and my emotions that I've been able to experience and I'm really grateful I have the opportunity to you know also provide my psychological and behavioral and my holistic my cognitive support as well as well as my humanistic support to people that need me and I love being able to help people because when people do get the treatment and the support and the help that they needed it feels so good to help people and you know help is on the way you know just say the word you know and with that it's like then it feels like people are like 
able to get the support that they needed you know and sometimes like for people like it's an ongoing you know battle because the truth is is that with certain phenomena such as trauma and grief there is no expiration date you know there's no that's the fortunate unfortunate mystery part of it is that one day you'll be totally fine you know and then one day you're just like oh and then one day you're like amazing like ah and the next moment you're like oh so it's just kind of like knowing what your emotions are teaching you and guiding you with and like learning your yourself because like I think for me like learning myself learning my needs my maturity my emotional needs as well as like fulfilling them for myself of like reflecting a lot like I think that's so important and it's so mature because like you know the part like the difficult thing is like you know when you're doing something where it's like okay giving all right so it requires giving all where for me I feel like I am the instrument you know I am the instrument and my instrument is being instrumental to lead something to go forward to move forward to the new new part new space and so I was like okay if I'm the instrument then let's tune up (laughs) (laughs) let's tune up make sure that all of our instruments are working properly so I didn't want my humanity to be based on solely those instrumental factors but I was like hmm I'm going to teach the world about what this means. I am going to teach the world, you know? I'm going to impart a lot of wisdom. I'm going to impart a lot of learning points and lesson points. And I'm going to teach the world, educate people about what this means, you know? So I'm so happy because we have a lot of fun treats for you guys. So stick around like pineapple vibes, pineapple vibes, pineapple vibes pineapple vibes and stay tuned for more little bit normal of the wings podcast everybody it is week three we are here season's already gone by pretty quick but 
been fun so far. So, we're going to talk about our two games, of course, and then we're going to talk about another game or two. But definitely get into a, I'm going to get with my wife's team first, Seahawks, since they're the first game on, on the list for us. And they're going up against the Falcons, which I just got the odds. Well, got them for a little bit, but Seattle's favored by two points, which I could see that. The Falcons, however, have made a... Uh, they had a pretty interesting season so far. Even though they're 0-2, they've only lost these games by a total of like six points between the two of the games. They gave the Saints a total run for their money, and they came back and almost beat the Rams in the fourth quarter. So, you know, it's one of these. It's um, Here again, two quarterbacks. we got Mariota, backup, who's, you know, getting another shot. And we got Geno, who last week didn't play all that bad, just costing mistakes and everything costing the game. But... It was. It, it's going to be a fun match. I think. Uh, I think if Pete Carroll is smart, he'll let Geno throw the ball around a little more, and start getting these receivers involved. When you've got guys like Lockett, Baldwin, and Metcalf, and and Noah Font and stuff like that, you really got to get them going. I mean, I know he likes to stick to the run. He's old school West Coast offense like the Niners, but you've got to. Uh, this day and age, it's like you got to let your quarterback toss him a little bit. So definitely. Um, two-point favorites, I would, uh, I was like a sports spread better, I'd probably buy the extra half the point and take the Seahawks at minus one, because no matter what, you have to win a game by one point unless you tie, which, it's already been one tie this year, which is it's weird when it happens, but yeah, I don't see that being the case, uh, I think Seattle's got everything they need, but the Falcons have proved to be, um, one of the, uh, a different team this year, they were getting blown out a lot last year, and with Mariota and everyone now, it's, it's it's a little bit different. They got a new coach and all this, and I don't know. If uh, Kyle Pitts and Mariota can have a big game, they can give Seattle a lot of trouble. It's going to be it's actually one of the – it's funny. It, people don't look at it as one of the better games, but it could be one of the better games of the day, quite honestly. And then you've got two defenses that are susceptible. So, it, you know, you never know. Never know. But, of course, we got to side with my wife's team, and we're going to go with Seattle. I would buy the extra half the point or just take them on the uh, – I would take them on the money line, but yeah, I think they've got what they need, and I think the Falcons are still trying to figure it out. Seattle's still trying to figure it out, too. They just have more solid pieces in play that have been there longer experience-wise. That's who uh, we're rooting for. What if I want to know what my wife thinks about that game. What do you think, my love, about your team and, and the game this week? I, I think we look good. I mean, we have a strong, solid team. My faith has been restored, and I just want to have fun as always. So I think that we have a good, solid chance because we are, in fact, playing at home. You know that? So anytime that we play home, I feel like the vibe is there and the spirit's there, and it does make a huge difference. It really does. Like, our fans, we go hard, and, you know, we got love, and we've got team spirit, and to be perfectly honest I saw something in our home team and my hometown where you just feel the love and you feel the spirit and we went through a lot you know I mean the world went through a lot and then in terms of consistency it's nice to feel like you know solidarity is there so we went through an influx and everybody has different like coping mechanisms and different ways and 
clearly we were going through a transition but we started things off very nicely very properly very smoothly I think in terms of showing what we got and I really just believe that we got what it takes I feel that but at the same time like again I'm just very much go with the flow even keel because I've learned to just pace it all with this whole thing because you know it goes up it goes down but that goes for anything right like like you know I mean I'm a woman I'm a woman that's been going through in vitro where that's so unpredictable and you gotta really just keep it just chill and even keel so I'm not a betting woman but I'd be willing to bet on my Seahawks as always you know now the odds are with us as Lance was saying, I mean, we're favored to win, right? I mean, plus playing home, come on. You know, there's just, I just think like with Seattle, it's just, when you play in my home, it's just a whole, like, you know, it's like when you're playing with like family, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, we're going to go hard for family, you know? Seattle, like, we've been through enough. We are like, we're, you know, we're fire. We're gonna bounce. We're, we always bounce back, though. And it is about the team spirit. It's not just about one person, but rather the whole team. You know. So I think that's what was necessary. Is everybody was probably feeling like we need our juju back. We need our vibe back. And I did see that week one. I mean, you saw it yourself too, right? Like we we've been needing that. Whatever that was, we've been needing that, and we have it. And We've got what it takes, so let's go and let's have fun and go Hawks all day. It's pretty dope. But yeah, I think that we're doing great and I'm happy to say we're we're even Steven two and two. So I think we're looking good, you know? Like I feel like Gino's a baller and he's like bringing it and he's doing his thing. Football's very unpredictable. One week you're up, next week you're down, one week you're up, next week you're down, one week you're on a streak, next week you don't even know which week. So, it's all good because we've got another game for y'all tomorrow. Right now we're watching the Kansas City versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We are in the third quarter, 31 and 17 as we speak. Showing up, and that's what's up. So, couldn't ask for a better quarterback right now I'm happy with the fact that we're winning and we can have a new game to look forward to for week five and be strong with that team as well um you know whomever you know I mean it's a good good ratio where we are right now I'm feeling it so I'm gonna hand over the floor to none other than Lance for your LTR recap so thank you so much for tuning in to Little Bit Yonerba of the Wings Podcast we have fun treats for you guys so stick around and stay tuned for more Little Bit Yonerba of the Wings Podcast ladies and gentlemen without further ado I'm gonna bring to you your LTR recap ladies and gentlemen Lance everybody give up for Lance All right, everyone, so that's 
pretty good games today. Seattle did it. You said they would before? That's right. It was, uh, and what a game it was. It was so much fun. Um, total shootout. Yeah, total shootout. You know, neither defense. <laughs> it's, it's one of those weird games. Like, it's, do you say neither defense played well or were the offenses just playing incredibly well? It's, it's a little of both, so. But, yeah, Gino. He is, uh, that was, uh, as good a game as it gets for him right there. That was just, he played so solid. I mean, I forgot what his numbers were. Over 300 yards passing, though. No interceptions. He had two or three touchdown passes. It was, uh, (laughs) it was, it was impressive. Really, really impressive. And so, a lot of big games, though. I mean, he, he spread the ball around. He was precise. Uh, the running, the running games, though, both running backs having having big games, but definitely having a Rashad Penny back, you could see the difference in Seattle's offense. You know, it, it shows up, and with him on the field, it, it does change the offense. It's made of a better, better team, that's for sure. And uh, this was a game where, yeah, you, you could see it. He is lightning quick, and Pete Carroll made some really good decisions, and it was um. It was a really good game all the way around. Both teams fought. They fought hard. I mean, Jared Goff. I got to give props to him too. He did not. He did not let up. And uh, unfortunately, he was still prone to mistakes. Like I said, and he and he did throw a pick six, and that was a that's a huge. That that was a huge deal because it honestly, if he doesn't throw that pick six, he, they, the Lions may win that game. I mean, it ended 48 to 45 highest scoring game just so far this year and it was it was just totally impressive but Jared Goff yeah he uh he showed up even after the pick six he still got right back in the game and and, you know he they played they played their hearts out it was one of those games it's a really you know Seattle pulled it off but it was totally fun and it's one of those yeah both teams uh yeah it was I think that was probably the most that could be the most fun game that was that was today I mean always more into that game than other ones. Well, no, I take it all back. Week one was all the No, but week one and week four. I definitely feel like the week one and week four. Definitely. Yeah, and Gino's been playing great. This this game just, he really, he really put it all together. And he, uh, yeah, no interception. Just a great, yeah, it was a great game for him. And great win for Seattle. It's, it really is. There's always one, there's always one or two games a year where they get way up there in the score and it's just back and forth battle that was that was definitely the one right now and uh yeah props to both teams but Seattle pulled it off so they became two and two like they like we predicted they would so congrats to them (laughs) yep she's still wearing her neck her uh her necklace right now so little seahawk little bandana but definitely helped it definitely helped them win the game I think Yes. So congrats to them. We've got my game coming up tomorrow, so we'll talk about that one after it happens. Like go Niners, and we're gonna win that. So yeah, and uh, play the Rams. Just two and two, playing at home. So. All right. I mentioned in the previous episode last year how I went to the Rams game versus the Seahawks game, right? So the game was last December, and. I absolutely love that stadium. That stadium is beautiful and it's like state of the art. And 
you know, it's up there with the region in terms of the quality aspects of the... Oh, baby, say hi. But I wanted to let y'all know that these stadiums are beautiful, but you just gotta prepare to walk on the car. So, like, for the Rams, I walked. I, I actually went to that game by myself because Lance had to work, but I, I walked five miles. Huh? Yeah, Lance had, yeah, both. But yeah, I walked five miles. So anybody going to a Rams game, y'all gotta prepare to walk because that that is far. And you know, the forget about all the other resources because we talked about this in my episode of when I shared with y'all. But forget about ain't no lift coming for y'all. I mean, if you order one, it'll just keep telling you that it's on its way. And it'll say that time after time, and you don't to come. So you're just better off walking, you know. And it's far, you know, so like the stadium is like kind of by the airport, but it's, I'm having so much fun watching football again, and I didn't know what to look forward to or expect, considering the fact that our QB was leaving us, and that was a big, huge change for our team, so I'm very grateful for this moment, ah! <laughs> and I'm so happy and thankful because it's reality, it's truly happening, it's not... It's not a delusion, but rather a reality that is happening that our Seahawks are doing great. We're doing great. We're solid and we're showing up and, you know, we're doing our thing. I'm going to give it back to Lance, but thank you for letting me chime in on that. <laughs> so happy. Yep. Back. So, yeah, so Russell Wilson, too. That's a game to talk about. Raiders getting their first win. And it's, it's one of those. That's one of those things, too. The Raiders just seem to always beat the Broncos. I think past two years, they're 4-0 or they're 5-0 and against them now. So it doesn't really matter who's a quarterback. Even even with Russell there, they still lost. So, But uh, the Broncos got over, they went over 20 points for the first time this season. Uh, the Raiders, though, you know, they, um, they pulled it off. And they just played, they actually played really well. They finished the game and they finished drives and they scored and... Yeah, it was a good game for them. So for Raiders fans, congrats. Congrats. And yeah, Broncos, you got you got some work to do. But um, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow night's game, and I can't wait to talk about that one afterwards too. So tonight we just celebrate my wife's team's win, and we're gonna keep watching this game because it's 38 to 24 now in the fourth quarter with 10 minutes to go, and it looks like the Chiefs are in scoring position right now. So yeah. That's a, that's a tough one if they score here. I don't see the Bucks really being able to come back. Yeah. Hi. Okay, so I was just thinking on top of my head. So you know how, like, everybody has, like, a chant that they have for their team, right? So for the Hawks, it's go Hawks, you know? Or for, like, the Raiders, it's just win, baby. So if the Broncos is something about ride right like let it let's ride so then what is what is the Niners chat red and gold till I'm dead and bold dead and cold okay so how would you chant like you know how everybody has a chant like they have like go bucks go hawks that's when they So I think just because I'm gonna go ahead and support you since you've been supporting me, I'm gonna go ahead and say I am 
going to, I am not a betting man, but I, I'd be willing to wager and bet on your Niners tomorrow. I think Jimmy G has a very beautiful quality that I respect. I think Jimmy G has what it takes. I think Jimmy G is definitely somebody that wants to definitely rise above from all of this because he deserves that kind of feeling where, you know, I know the feeling of like going through some like, you know, adversities, but I also know the feeling of developing character, developing patience, developing, you know, diligence, consciousness, efforts that are going towards the, the effort. And it's not an overnight process, but rather longevity. First, I'm betting on us to win, but this is also going to be a I mean, we, we tend to have the Rams number, but we also are missing our, our left tackle. Trent Williams is going to be out for this game for a couple weeks, and that's a that's a big blow to our uh, offensive line. So they've really got to be, they've really got to have a good game plan. They have to protect Jimmy on that side. And uh, yeah, but I, I know we can do it. So that's what I'm hoping for. And Jimmy, I hope he has a better game. Hope he plays really well, but it's got to be a team effort. And Shanahan has got to pull a call a smart game. And we could do this, though. So. Looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> but I will talk to you guys soon because I'll have another uh, I'll have another recap coming up tomorrow after that game. So thank you as always. I'm gonna hand it back over to my wife. Thank you so much, Mr. LTR, for that amazing, wonderful recap. We really appreciate it. I just gotta say a couple more things about Jimmy, okay, before we close out the segment. I absolutely love you, Jimmy G, okay? Alright everyone, we did it. We did it. Both of our teams. Two and two. Just like we predicted last week. And it was awesome. Yes, we wrapped up our game. 49ers dominating the Rams. It was so much fun. It never gets old for me. So, it was a good game all the way around. Our team played well on both sides of the ball. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't turn the ball over. Didn't make any... uh, many bad throws he went over 200 yards had a touchdown and he did everything he needed to and it was just a perfect uh perfect game really our offense uh Debo Samuel of course he always has big moments in games but against the Rams he tends to have these really big moments and yesterday I mean it was no different it was uh it was amazing the run that he had he should have been stopped good three times and still broke over 50 yards scored the touchdown uh, our running back Jeff Wilson had a huge run up the middle that just totally psyched him out, got a, himself a touchdown there too, and uh, Talanoa Hafunga simply becoming like the MVP on the defense right now, I mean, uh, he is having huge moments every game, um, and last night he just had a pick six on Matthew Stafford, he just read him so well, you could see him two plays in a row where he got burned, and on the third one you could just see where he sat on him, he was eyeballing Cooper Cup, and he just knew where he was going with it. Funga picked him off. It was awesome. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. I love winning. And it's, a, it's in these weeks, man, my wife both, because our teams both won, just like we said they would. We're two and two. We're, we're all two and two in the NFC West, which is pretty awesome. 
Most teams in the NFL right now are two and two. It's 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 crazy, but a lot of fun. We uh we we got our wins, so we got to move on to next week, and we're gonna win those ones too. So I'll have some predictions coming up on those games here soon. I'm gonna hand it back over to my wife. As always, it's always a pleasure, and I can't wait to talk to you guys again soon. All right, thank you so much for that LTR recap. Stick around and stay tuned for more Little Bit Yanerma of the Wings Podcast. Yeah, you, you. Crazy for you with Little Bit Yanerma. And Madonna. Sweet room as the music starts. Strangers making the most of the dark. Two by two, their bodies become one. I see you through the smoky air. Can't you feel the weight of my stare? You're so close, but still a world away. What I'm dying to say is that I'm crazy for you. Touch me once and you know it's true. I never wanted anyone like this. It's all brand new. You feel it in my kiss. I'm crazy for you. Crazy for you. Trying hard to control my heart I walk over to where you are Eye to eye, we need no words at all Slowly now we begin to move Every breath I'm deeper into you me to a sand hint till in time. If you read my mind, you see I'm crazy for you. Touch me once and you know it's true. I never wanted anyone like this. It's all brand new. You'll feel it in my kiss. You'll feel it in my kiss because I'm crazy for you. Touch me once and you know it's true. I never wanted anyone like this. It's all brand new. You'll feel it in my kiss. I'm crazy for you. <laughs> Crazy for you, oh, 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 crazy for you, oh, 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 crazy for you, oh, oh.
It's all brand new. I'm crazy for you. And you know it's true. Yeah, I'm crazy for you. I'm crazy for you, baby. Yeah, stay tuned for more Little Bit Unirma of the Wings podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Your show was so cute. I was singing along with you. And I hope you're having a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in to Little Bit Yanerma of the Wings Podcast. We are so happy that you enjoyed and relaxed with us. We want to give a shout out to everybody. We want to give a shout out to all of our awesome, wonderful listeners in my country, United States of America. We want to thank and give love to our families in America and the Philippines, all over the world. We want to give a shout out and lots of love to Europe. We want to give a shout out and lots of love to Asia. We want to give lots and lots and lots of loves to the Philippines. Mabuhay, maraming salamat. Much love to the Philippines. We want to give a shout out to Germany. Dankeschön. We want to give a shout out to Spain. We want to give a shout out to the UK. We want to give a shout out to India. We want to give a shout out to South America. We want to give a shout out to. We want to give a shout out all over the world. And we want to give love to our families. We want to give love to our friends. We want to give a shout out to Olympia Culture. There you will find my little bit drop the mic as well as little bit Yanerma loves Olympia as well as little bit pineapple vibes. Pineapple vibes all day, every day. We also want to give a shout out to New Platform Entertainment. We also want to give a shout out to Kurt Gruwarm. We also want to give a shout out to Jerry. We also want to give a shout out to Valencia. We want to give a shout out to Mario Lindsay in South Carolina. We want to give a shout out to Kenny Patricia Indy. We want to give a shout out to our families. We want to give a shout out to Nina and Lynn mom and dad we want to give a shout out to morgan thank you so much for tuning in to a little bit yanerma stay tuned for more we'll be back for more coming up and we can't wait so stick around and stay tuned for more pineapple vibes all day every day mabuha and god bless much love yanerma of the wings can't wait to see y'all soon stick around and stay tuned for more a little bit yanerma of the wings podcast you 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 Woo!